Hello everyone, here is Tubic Team on Air, and you are listening to the podcasts about design in all its aspects. Thanks for being with us. This episode starts the first mini-series of podcasts devoted to the issues of design for web and mobile interfaces, logo and identity design for branding goals, and design management. Today we are going to talk about the links between business goals and design and check the widespread abbreviations from business which designers often have to deal with. Design is the job whose aim is achieving a specific goal and usually it is done by multiple means, techniques and tricks. Design is a professional activity that has to solve a problem and in this perspective even purely artistic elements have to perform some tasks and play their role in achieving the goal. In the vast majority of cases, we design not for ourselves or our clients. We design for users who have pains, needs and wishes and our task is to set the goals and find effective solutions. It's like math. You get the problem, you find the formula and way to solve it, you work over the solution, you get the result. To get the result, you need to set the goal at the very first step of design process. Plenty of websites and mobile applications are created with a sort of business idea or scheme behind, which makes them goal-oriented and customer-oriented. For designers, it can be both help and challenge. They get a clear goal, which means they know what result is expected. But with the goal, they also get a set of limitations and restrictions to consider. Designing for business, it is necessary to understand not only user experience and behavior, psychology behind interactions and decision-making, but also business goals and processes, which influence general results. It is important to understand business language to have a quick contact with customers, who sometimes don't know much in design, but definitely know what their business goals and expectations are. Today's talk starts the topic with vital abbreviations, which are now an integral part of business communication. Making orders for design and development services, customers can mention those abbreviations in the scope of work and philosophy of the product. They should be included into business and content strategy. Understanding them and knowing design aspects of their realization results in goal-oriented and user-centered design, which is able to solve problems and bring profits. So let's get started. The first abbreviation is well-known USP, which is decoded as Unique Selling Point or Unique Selling Proposition. Setting the definition, Unique Selling Point is the element of marketing and promotion strategy, which presents the most important benefit or set of benefits that people can get with the product or service. This is actually a feature which makes the offer unique and different from the others on the market. This is what marks the offer out of the competition. The article published by Kissmetrics blog about this phenomenon mentions, instead of attempting to be known for everything, businesses with a unique selling proposition stand for something specific, and it becomes what you are known for. That is the good explanation of how USP is beneficial for business itself, and why it should be also considered at design stage. For most cases of business practice, the attempt to offer everything for everyone is the utopia, which goes nowhere. Specific offers, 
to definite target audience, give much more, especially at the start of the way. Considering design aspect, USP is an important thing to define at the first stage of ideation and development of business strategy for design solutions that correspond to it. Outlining the USP is one of the hardest tasks, as it usually influences all the design process, as well as ways to present and promote the product. However, starting work without understanding what is going to be the USP is mostly like starting traveling without any particular place or destinations in mind. It can be a sort of exciting experience, but nobody knows what it will bring in the end. Business trips are never planned like this, and business goals are hardly achieved that way. If USP is defined at pre-design stage, it means that all design solutions can be made correspondingly. That is a good foundation for efficient branding, supported by recognizable and consistent interface design, which enhances better interaction and memorability. USP directly influences the following list of positions. Design of a logo and brand identity. Understanding the mission of the offered product, its tone and voice, which directly influence visual and graphic design presentation. Application of identity in the elements of interaction, like website, mobile application, interactive displays, presentation in social networks, etc. Building up principles of interaction and user experience in terms of efficient presentation and providing benefits of USP. Creating user interface that clearly reflects USP and provides fast and easy way to get in it. Creating and selecting content, which will support general design concept and show users the advantages of the product. Design of a landing page that will have the structure and contact directly presenting USP to the target audience. Applying design tactics that increase conversion of the web pages or app screens. Strategy of copywriting, which will support design solutions and consistency of the offered benefits. It's also important to realize that USP is not a business statement or a business goal itself. It is the benefit that the provider shows and outlines as essential and beneficial for users. Business goal is the result which company wants to obtain. Business mission statement is a sort of 3D presentation. The directions of business development and its results for companies, clients, employees and owners. While USP is what company shows to clients and users as good and worthy for them. For practical example, let's imagine a company launching a website selling books. Suppose the business goal is to sell 5,000 books via the service for the first year. To do it, the company needs to attract visitors with a feature that will differ it from the others on the market. Say the website will provide the ability for live communication support in choosing books provided 24-7. A user will be able to ask any question about the range of presented books any moment when it's desired and get the immediate feedback, which is very convenient for customers. That is what the service chooses as its USP and declares to users as the feature differing it from the competition. Buyers do not need to know the business goal as how many sales are expected to be done or how much profit the company wants to earn. 
Buyers need to know what is especially good and comfortable for them, so much that they should come to this company and not to the other. When it is defined at the first step of creating the product, design becomes the powerful tool to inform users about the benefits, strengthen their power, make them look as attractive as possible for this particular target audience. Moreover, knowing the USP with which the product is or going to be positioned on the market, UX designer is able to find the best ways and techniques to provide users with the ability to get what they want quickly and easily. Navigations, usability solutions, layout and transitions. Everything will make user experience more positive and efficient, while the business goal more achievable. This is how thoughtful design works for business. Therefore, at the earliest stages of design process, project documentation should definitely include the data about USP. If design and marketing are done within one company, it is highly advisable that management, marketologists and designers get together and discuss the general strategy of work to avoid misunderstandings. If design is outsourced and provided by the other side, it is recommended for designers and project managers to get as much information about the USP as possible. This will save money and effort for both sides, as this way reduces issues of redesign that can come up when the task is very general and blurred. This approach will provide the result which is more customer-oriented and adjusted to business goals of the company. As a practical example of projects here in Tubic, we can remember the story of creating new branding and UI design for, say, the app. This is a local service of user-to-user e-commerce. The customers defined its USP from the very start. It is a local community app, allowing neighbors to buy and sell their used stock. So it provides people with the ability to sell their own things or quickly search for the needed ones sold in their location. This idea became the solid basis for all the design solutions around branding and user interface of the app, setting bright experience and friendly communication. If you are interested to read the details and see visual design process, welcome to read case studies on logo design and UI design for the app in Tubic blog. The next abbreviation to discuss today is MVP, which stands for Minimum Viable Product. Turning to definition, MVP is a product with a set of minimal features, which are logically completed and sustainable, providing the most important functions for the core target audience. This means that the basic version of the product, able to fulfill key operations solving target audience's problems, is created as live and starts real functioning as soon as possible. The approach is opposite to the strategy of creating full design and comprehensive functionality for all the product features for broader target audience, and only afterward launching it on the market. As for design aspect, MVP approach has several benefits. Firstly, as it starts from the simple and basic version of the product, it doesn't take a long time to provide design and development and makes possible to start playing on the market faster. It's especially actual for diverse technological ideas and concepts, as they are always at risk to outmode by the time all the design, development and testing cycle is finished. 
Secondly, it enables designers, testers, analysts, managers, and marketologists to collect data of real users' interaction with the product, reveal the bugs, understand their wishes and pains deeper, and use all that information in design and presentation of further, more complex versions of the product. Although testing should be done at the stage of development, it is impossible to predict all the potential problems of interaction with the product before real users start this interaction. MVP enables to do it faster and make next versions more efficient. Thirdly, if thoughtfully made and carefully presented, MVP can play the role of bait, attracting target customers and allowing its creators to see if the target audience was defined properly and analyzed deeply enough. Finally, the next versions of MVP usually present quite massive functional additions. So, depending on the target, it may work as the way of positive and dynamic user experience, different from slight changes in the products whose functionality was fully developed before the launch. Therefore, in terms of design, MVP is the strategy of step-by-step -step movement on the market, when every next step is based on the analysis of the previous one, from the actual data collected from real users. That means that designers should also set the strategy of gradual design, carefully applying only core features, which are really vital for the MVP as the start of the journey. It greatly influences the number of screens and content on them, necessary transitions and notifications which users really need at this stage of using the product, level of complexity and sophistication of graphic materials and animation, etc. UX designers should remember that MVP always has a definite core target audience and the solutions around interactions, experience, visual perceptions, etc. Knowing these core users makes the design task more specified, and the result will be more customer-oriented and therefore more efficient. Next versions of the product will provide broader functionality, and in this way will broaden the circle of users, but it will work in case when core target audience is caught by MVP. Successful MVP is directly connected to the USP of the product. Here USP plays even bigger role as it enables to make the product user-centered and in this case the chances of making it efficient and attractive to users get much higher. Presenting the product solving particular problems of a particular group of people often proved itself as the successful strategy with the perspective of further growth for both functionality and audience. This strategy works especially well for various startups, which start with limited budget used wisely for practical presentation of the vital features of the product. If MVP is thought out properly, at this first stage they already start monetization of the product, attract users, and at the same time apply practical data analysis for further stages of design. It's easy to see that the role of UI-UX design here gets even higher, as MVP is actually the chance of making a good first impression. Spoiling it with bad design can have crucially bad result for the product's promotion, as well as good design can build up solid foundation for product growth.
If you want to read more about various aspects of design for business and see a variety of practical cases, welcome to read our free ebook, which you can find at www.tubicstudio.com. Don't miss the next episode, which will be devoted to the next set of abbreviations, like B2B, B2C, and C2C, with details in design perspective. Stay tuned, and thanks for being with us. Thank you.